Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Weekday Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Bellstar. And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona, and, and the, the world, world at large. large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email thctucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweeds Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find hemp products, accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit Tumbleweed Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at tumbleweedhealthcenter.com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. Alright, welcome to Weed Day Wednesday, everybody. Woo! Last day of January. Wow. Last day of January. January 31st, look out, Bestie. I'm on you. I'm on to you. I'm going to get you tonight. 329 days until Christmas. 329 days till the big guy rolls around with all his gifties for all the little girls and boys. Not my fault if you were bad. You might not get anything except maybe rock. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. Good morning. Good, beautiful morning. Already hear the sirens in the back. Yeah. All right. We say Wednesday, everybody. January 31st on Weed Say Wednesday. Bell Star here. Uh, cannabis Kid is somewhere. <laughs> And Silver Sister's on her own little planet over there. How's it going? What's the weather over there, Silver Sister? It's uh, probably like 50 degrees, I'm going to say here. Uh, ooh, 51. See? <laughs> Do I know my, my degrees over here? <laughs> and I'm going to say probably, uh, let's see, I can put in a zip code where you are and find out that ooh. 35 degrees. Wow, that is cold. That is very cold. We'll go back to our beautiful 51. Um, It's going to be a high of 74 today. Yeah, that's lovely. Woohoo! All right. Welcome to Weed Day Wednesday. Of course, always a shout out to Tumbleweed Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. We are in our 13th year. Lucky 13. 13th year, and um, we're booking appointments every day, 
starting next Wednesday, we'll be open Monday through Friday. Yay. Golf clap for that. And we'll see if we need to be open Saturdays. We'll rig that somehow, too. Ha-ha. <laughs> um, all right. How's everybody doing this morning? Um, you can come down and get certified if you would like to. Uh, today we're closed. But uh, if you want to get certified tomorrow or Friday, you can do that. We offer telemedicine. But you can give a call to 520-838-4430. Uh, or you can go online to tumbleweedcellcenter.com and check it out. Uh, there's uh, a section for everything, actually. There's an About Us, Doctor, Certification, Telemedicine, if you want to get certified from afar, we can do that. Uh, radio Show, that's us right now. You can get on the show right now if you want. You can call 646-915-8421. We'll put you live on the air. Uh, there's a little blurb about some education, some news, some videos, and... I don't know that we have any events coming up yet so far this year. We'll see. Well, the gem show's going on right now. That's kind of cray-cray. Um, let's see. Yeah, we just got our best certification um, plaque in the mail and put that up on the wall by the front desk. We're very, very proud of that. Very proud. We love doing you guys right here. All right. 269, New Year special. Woo-woo. That includes the Dr fee and processing fee um and i should write on there it includes the state fee too i knew there was something missing it includes all the fees um so come and see us and uh, if you're having any issues with your card um oh one more thing if you do you like your service give us a five-star review we would really appreciate that on googly um if if and you're having some problems with your portal uh, you can get right out to the portal very easily through our website. Just go to tumbleweedshealthcenter.com and uh, scroll down to where you see the uh, Arizona Department of Health Services logo. Not sure what that means. It kind of looks like a cockeyed building. I don't know. In red. Anyway, there's a spot to create your patient portal, log into your patient portal, process your application, but we do that for free for you. Uh, and if you forgot your password, you can just click that black button there. It says forgot password. And then if you have questions, the state's phone number is right there at 602-364-1793. And uh, press zero and you get in uh, to chat with somebody. And then um, let's see. You can also either email them at m2programsupport at azdas.gov. They are a government, so it's a dock up. All right. Now, uh, if you want to get certified and you are curious as to what you can get certified for, uh, cruise on over to the certification section. You can book your appointment, too. But um, if you have PTSD, you definitely need a uh, note from that from your doctor. Uh, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain covers so many things. Um, fibromyalgia, migraines, we get a lot of migraines, even IBS, leg cramps. Um, chronic to them is uh, 60 days or more. You can't just come in with a broken toe. Although people come in after car accidents and we totally get it. But if you go to the doctor and you've been slammed up and you have a note, then <clears throat> the note from your doctor is pretty good and then you can get a note from our doctor. But um, yeah, so uh, Severe, oh, rheumatoid arthritis, RA, DDD, all the, all the pains. 
Yeah, don't take out. The, oh, good kitties. They're stepping over the cord. <laughs> Severe nausea, uh, seizures, all seizures, including epilepsy. HIV, hep C. Excuse me. Maybe I need a little more uh, caffeine in my coffee there. ALS, Crohn's disease. Agitation of Alzheimer's disease, cachexia or wasting syndrome, severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis. And um, you're eligible for a medical cannabis card uh, or just a treatment uh, for a chronic or debilitating uh, disease or medical condition that causes any of those conditions I listed. If uh, your condition is, isn't on there, but it's causing something on there like nausea or pain, you can get your uh, medical cannabis card here. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. Uh, you can email thctucson at gmail.com. You can email your documents, and or we can take a look at your medical records that way. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that's about it. So uh, if and you're wanting some um, some good hemp, We've got another beautiful, beautiful store called The Good Leaf. Get on over to 6224 East Speedway Boulevard. And uh, we're right next to uh, Bookman's, like literally share their wall. And uh, you can uh, get on in there and meet the gals and grab some amazing hemp products. There's something new all the time, so go in there and see what's going on. All right. Woo! And the phone number is 520-532-LEAF. That's right, 5323. All right. Uh-oh. Um, doesn't look like there's uh, any events for Arizona <laughs> coming up. Fine marijuana events in 2023 and 24, and they've got nothing listed. So, all right, let's, that was azmarijuana.com just cruising. I just hit the first page. Um, <laughs> Arizona Dispensary is going to host a party at the Phoenix Open Golf Tournament, right? One. There you go. Everyone's going to get trashed and go golfing. But that would actually probably really help with your swing because it would really loosen you up. Just be like, oh, woo, like a noodle. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, areas, Aries, uh, sustainably grown cannabis now available at Harvest and True Leaf dispensaries. Sustainably grown. Okay. Looks like they're growing. Uh, well, they're showing a picture of those little ceramic um balls those um yeah they're like little marbles but they're made of i don't know peat or ceramic i don't know and then they're submerged in water so it's kind of a hydro thingy which i've always wanted to do my plants would just go nuts in a hydro system in that room i could do that i really could do that that would be a really fun system to set up and i know just the person to help me another new dispensary is open in northern arizona okay uh, we talked about the ovate pen and the live resin. Um, I think we probably talked about the uh, new dispensary. So let's see what's going on with sustainably grown cannabis now available. What are you guys talking about? All right. Um, aeroponics. Yeah. 
Uh, aeroponic cult cannabis cultivator Aries, A-E-R-I-S, is pleased to announce that the company's line of sustainably cultivated flowers is now available at Harvest and True Leaf dispensary locations across Arizona. The latest retail partnership comes shortly after the company took home 13 awards at the 2023 Fall Earl Cup, including two third-place victories for the for their Florida oranges, oranges, sorry, and up north Durban poison strain. The new partnership will expand the award-winning brand's reach and make it easier for customers in the Grand Canyon State to select cannabis focus on sustainability and quality. Quote, our team shares many of the same values as Harvest and True Leaves, and we are thrilled about the partnership uh, with so many locations across the state. This will be a great opportunity to expand our reach, the largest cannabis grow in Illinois and the largest aeroponic grow in the world. Aries is known for its sustainably grown aeroponic cannabis that utilizes a waste minimizing, minimizing closed loop system. This retail partnership uh, follows the company's strategic expansion, having brought its award-winning live rosin to all cure leaf locations across Arizona's, uh, Arizona last month. And you can check out www.aries.com, A-E-R-I-Z.com. I wonder, um, hmm, doesn't give uh, credit to the photo, but I wonder if that's how they're doing it. I wish I could share photos. Uh, on this uh, podcast, but I don't think I can. All right. Um, Arizona dispensary to host party at Open Phoenix Open Golf Tournament. As we gear up for the Waste Management Phoenix Open, Curly Scottsdale will serve as the official 420 location for attendees from February 7th to uh, the 11th. Golf themed vendor village located just 100 yards away from the open. Take a beat from the bustle of the tournament to check out Cure Leaf's variety of cannabis brands, along with swag, music, food, comedy from Country Club adjacent, and more with a special VIP for Cure Leaf Rewards members. Attendees can enter to win top shelf prizes, including a trip for four to Pebble Beach for an unforgettable golf experience. We are thrilled to welcome attendees of this year's Waste Management Phoenix Open to Curly Scottsdale's Vendor Village once again. Um, <clears throat> located at Curly Scottsdale, just 100 yards away from the Tournament Players Club, guests can join us at our golf-themed vendor village for prizes, food, swag, or even just a place to rest and recharge <laughs> yourself and your phone. We also look forward to debuting uh, our all-new Select Stick a super sleek rechargeable one gram vape that fits in your pocket. The select brand has been active in this market since 2018 and has become a customer favorite at Curly. So we're thrilled to be the first in the country to access this innovative new product. Um, and let's see, there you go. Curly Scottsdale. Let's click it because you can click it to get there. Ooh, welcome. Please select your state, Arizona. And then, yep, I'm over 21. Jeez, no, I don't want to sign up and stay dated, updated. All right, so uh, learn wellness. Okay, whatever. All right, never mind. They're gonna have a party on the on the lawn. Whoop whoop. All right. Oh, let's see what's happening here. Uh, Arizona High Times Magazine. Let's go see what's going on. Up, oh, stay in the know with breaking news. Here we go. Cannabis ballot initiative title rejected by Arkansas attorney. 
general, well, that's no good. Uh, Picky Blinders, Paul Anderson's slap was fine in drug possession case. Ooh. Um, what is this about? Let's see. Hmm. His lawyer says the actor was getting into character to please his fans. So what's going on? Arthur Shelby is a troubled soul. The Peaky Blinders character must live under his younger brother, Tom Shelby's shadow. And it was often hard to watch, but somehow relatable acts of violence toward both others and himself. Self-medicated with drugs, Arthur Paul Anderson opts for method acting, which aims to foster genuine portrayals by immersing oneself in and embodying the internal motivations and emotions of a character. So, basically, acting like the character off-screen as well as when the cameras are rolling. As The Guardian reports, Anderson has been fined for possession of drugs. These include crack cocaine, amphetamines, in addition to prescription substances, Valium and Pregabalin. Pregabalin? I don't know. The uh, incident occurred on Boxing Day, the party-fueled British holiday that is held the day after Christmas. His lawyer claims that the actor uses the drugs to break into character to please fans who recognize him. Where did Anderson land himself into trouble? At his local pub, of course. Who contacted, who contacted the coppers after the bar's manager noticed crack cocaine fumes coming from the uh, disabled t- toilet after the actor walked out? He was with a friend and his baby. Oh, no. On Thursday, the 48-year-old actor stood before Highbury Corner Magistrate's Court facing charges of possessing Class A crack cocaine, Class B amphetamines, and two types of Class C prescription drugs. He admitted to all four resulting in a total fine of uh, 1,345 lira. Reports indicate that Anderson only spoke to acknowledge his pleas and to verify his identity in Northwest London address. Anderson's attorney addressing the court in mitigation reportedly stated, you will recognize the defendant from a very intense part that he played in a recent television program. He is often recognized and does his best to please fans um, of the show by slipping into character. He was recognized that Boxing Day and tried to play it up for these people. And because of the lifestyle he leads, people often give him inducements. The lawyer further noted that Anderson had not been using crack cocaine, but conceded he has found himself in an unfortunate position and should have had the strength to say no. While this news is hard not to pass on for all the Peaky Blinder fans, there's a lot to unpack that's not so funny. First, Turning to the U.S., if you want to get angry, remember that while cannabis remains a Schedule One substance, cocaine, even though the sentencing guidelines have historically been much harsher uh, as a result of laws that tend to lock up more, uh, more poor than rich, is only a Schedule Two drug. And while we don't know the exact details of how when Anderson was using any stimulant as strong as crack, for the sake of one's health, should not be paired with amphetamines. Diazepam, the brand name of Valium, is a benzodiazepine. It's in the same anti-anxiety drug class um, as pills such as Xanax, uh, Clonopin, and Ativan. When benzodiazepines hit the market in the 60s, 
chemists thought that they cured anxiety. However, as is becoming increasingly reported, unlike cannabis for anxiety, such medications are just too easy to develop a physical dependence on when used um, other than prescribed, which is as needed or on short-term basis. Ah. Ooh. So, wow. If you want to take a tolerance break from cannabis, while you might miss it, one could just put down the herb and not too and think not to think too much about it. With benzos, suddenly stopping them after continued use is no joke. Like, comes with risks of seizures if not done correctly. As detailed in the Ashton Manual, the Bible for getting off uh, benzos, if one is weaning off something like Xanax or Clonopin, it's actually recommended to switch to Valium and then slowly taper off as it's less potent and has a, a longer half-life. As High Times reported, sub-anesthetic ketamine infusions, which are already used for treatment-resistant depression, TRD, may also help people through benzodiazepine withdrawal. New research published in Neuropsychopharmacology uh, shows. However, of the substances found, um, Mail Online reports that Anderson later tested positive for opiates and cocaine, not crack cocaine. The court heard, so while there's possession charges, we have no idea of the actor's personal use or medication schedule, but... High Times is on your side, Arthur Shelby. All right. Well, that's very interesting. Um, but I think that would be a very difficult thing to start using drugs like that, that heavy, and then have to uh, go back to your regular life. Um, I think that would be a very, very difficult situation because um, they can be very quickly addicting, not just addicting, but very quickly addicting. <laughs> uh, I was thinking about, uh, I was getting ice this morning. I don't know why I'm even sharing this. Bell star. Oh, there's my pups are walking by and they're like, wait, why isn't our lady coming out with treats? <laughs> because we're on the radio show. I was getting ice this morning and there's an episode of Little House on the Prairie where only the rich people had a place to store ice. And then at that, they had to go get the ice that froze on the lake. Silver Sister understands this. Lake effect. Lake effect snow. And then they would have to store it in blocks in this little uh, ice cellar that they'd have to make. Very interesting. So I thought, man, I must be rich if I have an ice cellar. Or, an, or ice shooting out my refrigerator anyway. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. So here's something interesting. I tried this once. I tried having a mother plant, and it was so big and beautiful, and then she didn't make it. Sorry, mother plant. 11 tips for managing mother plants in cannabis cultivation. All right, and this is from Cannabis Business Times. Let's see how far we get here before our little break. All right. Michelle Samakis. For many cannabis cultivators, the mother room is the heart of the company. Uh, dialing in environmental control, irrigation, nutrients, and pest management in propagation, veg, and flower is key for indoor and greenhouse cannabis cultivators as managing growth plants, um, oh, growth, plant health, and flower development in the three stages is crucial to producing successful products. Post-harvest practices like drying and curing are the other processes um, that must be carefully managed. Amen. But 
Until plants make their way through the production cycle, they are uh, cared for in mother rooms, typically smaller areas of groves, but arguably the most important space in many operations where genetics are maintained, preserved, and strategically pr uh, pruned to produce the strongest, healthiest clones um, <clears throat> for new generations. Yeah, that was very difficult, the pruning. And, and I had it in the bathroom, which was fine, um, but I just, I didn't have the light set up that I would. I did have some fluorescents, I think, T5s, T8s, T, T whatever's. <laughs> uh, two cultivation directors managing indoor cannabis growth facilities in Ohio welcomed Cannabis Business Times to explore their operations and offer guidance and best practices for mother room management based on years of fine de Jesus cultivation director at Guyanus, and Mike Lentz, cultivation and processing director at Clutch Cannabis, offer advice and key care tips from other plants. CBT also consulted, Cannabis Business Times also consulted with Zamir Punja, PhD professor of plant pathology and biotechnology in Simon Fraser University, who shares his latest research on how to protect mother plants and prevent pathogens from spreading, especially hop latent uh, viroids. Whoa, that sounds a horrible thing. Hi, little bear. Number one, keep the number of employees working in the mother room to a minimum. Yes, one of the most crucial aspects of managing a successful cannabis cultivation facility is cleanliness and sanitation. And one of the most important spaces in that effort is the mother room. As healthy mother stock leads to healthy clones, which establishes a strong foundation at the start of the growth cycle. Quote, we have some pretty tight, strict protocols in here, uh, says De Jesus, standing in the mother room at the Gaianos Akron, Ohio grow facility, which operates 4,600 square feet of canopy. Quote, try and isolate employee movement so that generally the only people working in the mother rooms are the people that are in charge of those rooms, quote. Basic sanitation practices and other areas of the grow <clears throat> apply to the mother room as well. And De Jesus suggests ensuring employees wear gloves and change them between plants and keep dedicated clothes and shoes only worn at the grow. Two, assign a pruning shear to reach, um, assign a pruning shear to each mother plant as an extra precaution, especially against the HPLVD. With about 60 mother plants, keeping individual pruning shears for each mother can be an investment, but one well worth it to Guyanus to prevent outbreaks and ensure if there is a pest or pathogen that develops that is isolated as uh, to as few plants as possible. Research from Simon Fraser University shows that one of the most concerning diseases, hop latent viroid, HPLVD, can survive on surfaces and a solution of at least 10% bleach is required to properly sanitize tables and spots, uh, says Punja. Quote, but for hands and tools, it's too strong. It will do a pretty good job, and a lot of websites will tell you 10% bleach, but it's too hard to work with. <coughs> but you'll learn more about preventing HPLVD in tip number 11 below. Um, we'll read a few, and then we'll come back to them after the break. You're listening to Weed Say Wednesday, live cannabis radio podcast, whatever you want to call it show. Number three. Um, 
I like that idea of assigning a pruning shear to each plant, not even each mother plant, because I'm using so few plants if anything happened to mine. Um, or I could just clean them in alcohol every time I use them for different plants. But All right, number three, rotate out mother plants every three to six months. Most mother plants at uh, Guyanus are kept for 100 days or less. And at Clutch Cannabis, the team makes sure it gets new moms every four to six months. Quote, as plants age, they definitely become more susceptible to disease. Uh, De Jesus says, every year we go through and delete some of our libraries so that we can maintain the health of everything. We have a set of plants primarily in this room right now that are our library, and then we have another set of plants that are for production. We must maintain a separate library of plants that are just placeholders that aren't um, into production the cycle but might be somewhere later but what happens as a as a plant ages is that it lignifies so this plant's getting a little old and you can see the stems are starting to get more woody de jesus says running her hands along the stems of one of the older mother plants and so these types of stems don't root as well as plants that are soft and green like these this is still nice and soft and supple and green and it'll root faster plus Older stems can rot before they root, De Jesus says. And there's a room with all sorts of plants. And they're using multi-levels. And they're using the fluorescence. Um, so that's an interesting setup. If this, if this is their setup. Anyway, Punja echoes this sentiment and says, Fusarium is one of the most common diseases that develops in the older mother plants. Because of this, he suggests keeping mother stock no longer than four months. Wow. Uh, Guyanus uses about 60 cultivars in its two-tier mother room, keeping plants in four to seven gallon containers to give plants enough space and promote good airflow. Um, okay, so there's a photo credit on this one from Michelle Smacks. All right, and with that, we will leave it at that, and we will get to a quick break, and we'll come back. Welcome, Silver Sister. Puff, 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 puff. I'll be blazing and smoking it, about to go and get some munchies next Passing up on those cracker jacks, Reese's pizzas are where it's at Gotta get me some soda pop, cotton mouth has been creeping up I can't remember where I put my keys, yeah, that's what's up I'ma take your grandpa's ride, I'ma take your grandpa's ride No, for real, ask your grandpa, can I take a 65? Seville cruising to my local Publix Nothing better than rolling with two super fly chicks They have frozen burritos, I bought frozen burritos I bought some Ben and Jerry's, and then I bought some Cheetos 
hello, hello, my main man Obama. A couple states have just reformed their laws on marijuana. What you gonna do? Send the feds there? Hell no. The DEAs would be like, ah, oh, they got volcanoes. I'm gonna smoke some weed. Only got $20 in my pocket. I'm a looking for a pot shop. This is fucking know about the science of marijuana what you know about people suffering from glaucoma they need it they need it it helps them with their condition if you don't believe me then just ask some eye physicians thank your granddad for voting for that guy richard nixon is the president who made the plant illegal but science is now showing that it's medicine for people and the private sector fighting to keep all of that illegal alcohol and tobacco pharmaceutical prisons i'll take those four major lobby groups and fight those motherfuckers they're making money day and night all those motherfuckers and bribing congress out of sight all those motherfuckers They'd be like, oh, it's immoral and unhealthy I'm like, how many people are you making wealth? Anti-marijuana lobbies are making all kinds of profits And they don't want you to stop it because of all the special interest I call that getting swindled and pimped shit I call that getting tricked by the government That law's hella old So it's time to update it, regulate it, and then get it under state control Peak game, look into my political telescope Think it's gonna stay like this forever? Not hella won't Not hella won't Hey Obama, stop being a hypocrite. You used to smoke weed, fool. I'm gonna smoke some weed. Only got $20 in my pocket. I'm a one looking for a pot shop. This is fucking awesome. Let's end the war on drugs. It's time to pull the plug. These special interest groups are nothing more than corporate thugs. Let's end the war on weed. The people have agreed These special interest groups have kept these laws with everybody doing out there? We're all having a beautiful morning. Silver Sister, it's cold where you are. Oh my God, it's so cold over there. <laughs> all right. Pardon me, I'm eating egg salad. I love it. It's my, you know how you go through those phases and one day you're like, you make something, you're like, oh, I got to have that every day. <laughs> so that's what we're working on right now. Egg salad. And it's pretty good if I do say so myself. All right. Welcome back to We Stay Wednesday. Are chronic conditions holding you back from a happy, healthy life? Get on the right track with Tumbleweeds Health Center. Our CBD products are formulated to fit your healthy lifestyle. I would definitely say that CBD has changed my life. I mean, I don't worry about my dog anymore, and I don't worry about sleeping anymore. Tumbleweeds Health Center, voted number one health center in Tucson, has created a proprietary number of CBD blends, each designed to promote health and well-being. Let Tumbleweeds Health Center show you how CBD products might help you improve your life the natural way. You can give us a call at 520-838-4430. You can come on down, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Uh, we have CBD products. We can get you certified. Um, we have another store. Our sister store is The Good Leaf at 6224 East Speedway Boulevard. So over in that neck of the woods over there where uh, 
roses, and now there's family dog over there, but there's um, flowers and more, roses and more. What's it? What's it called? Flowers and more, roses and more. Okay. Um, that flowers over there. Um, and then it's across the street from Trader Joe's, Starbucks, um, and over there that I like, but I forget. Uh, anyway, all right, let's continue reading about how to be with your mother plants. Okay, these are tips on um, how to keep a good mother plant room. And so far they're saying top three uh, bits of advice. Keep the number of employees to a minimum. Out. Get out of the room. If you don't work in the room, if you don't know what you're doing in the room, get out. You don't belong in there. There you have it. Keep them out. <laughs> Number two, number two, uh, each mother gets its own pruning shear. Yep, a little costly, but if any disease happens, you don't want to be spreading that, pruning other plants with your uh, diseased shears. And then um, keep mother plants only three to six or four to six months long uh, because uh, plants tend to lose their life and longevity after about that long, so they say switch them out. All right, and number four, uh, keep mother plants in medium-sized pots with good spacing and airflow. <clears throat> well, hi, Scout. Since Day Jesus started at Guyanus in 2019, she and her team have been fine-tuning production, and one big change they made was moving mothers from the 20-gallon pots, in some cases down to 4- to 7-gallon containers filled with living soil, which works well in their two-tier mother room. Well, my mom and pop, uh, my mom... And prop led, Jimmy Riley calls the teen, uh, them teenagers. We find that the teenager-sized plants seem to give us the highest quality clones, they, Jesus says. If the plants are too big and too old, then the rooting takes a bit longer. If they're too small, you don't get enough clones out of them. But somewhere in the mid-range is where we find uh, we found the best of the both worlds. So Clutch also keeps its mature mothers in seven-gallon uh, gallon containers using coconut uh Core as a media, finding that size to be the sweet spot when it comes to mitigating pathogen risk and irrigation management in the root zone. There are many variables to consider when managing a mother, but for us and our mature moms, I like to give them 25 square feet to let the plant have the space it needs to grow efficiently. This can change based on maturity. Okay. Um, Medium-sized pots with good spacing and airflow. There you go. Uh, five, consider node spacing in plant morphology. Placing younger mother plants in smaller containers also helps to maintain ideal node spacing of about three inches. Sometimes when plants age or the plants reach the life, you'll find that your node spacing can shrink here and there. So when you cut this clone, the nodes will be too close together and the branching won't be ideal, De Jesus says. They'll, find, uh, they'll kind of shade each other. Uh, it's important to keep a healthy node space. Well, there you go. Um, Christine Jesus, cultivation director at Guyana, says smaller mother plants help them achieve ideal node spacing of about three inches. And there's another picture from Michelle Smuck. Somebody let her in the in the mother. <laughs> Number six, establish clear pruning, shaping, and topping protocols. Managing a mother canopy is much different from a flowering canopy, Lynn says, and it's important that the team understand that. 
I leave a lot of the lower biomass on the plant and continuously shape the plant from the top and lightly prune from the bottom, um, making sure we have enough lower biomass to help reshape a mother after a cloning event. If you prune your undergrowth after a couple of cloning events, you're going to have a really tall palm-like plant that is a dif- that's difficult to work with, he says. Shape them and keep them short and wide. Understand how to not prune too much and shape the plant at the right time to get extra healthy, fresh biomass to work with for your next cloning event. Giving moms a break after a cloning reshaping is also important. And Lent says that typically allow two to three weeks in between scheduled cloning events while continuously shaping the plant in between. Quote, encourage the team members to always consider what they do to the plant today and how it will impact the plant in weeks to come which involves paying attention to the morphology of the different cultivators, uh, cultivars in terms of plant growth, Lent says. De, De Jesus takes a similar approach. Quote, you have to top it a few times to get some of these smaller side branches to grow out because it's a, um, a pickly dominant cannabis really wants to go just straight up and not push out. And so what happens is when you're not going to get that uh, many clones off a plant like that unless you start to top it and prune it so that you get more side branching. All right. Um, So there you go. Number six, establish clear pruning, shaping, and topping protocols. Woohoo! Silver Sister, what's going on in the world? I almost closed that out. Why why does it do that? I hate that. These these tabs. Let's see if we can some of them make them make them a bit different. Oh, let's see here. That didn't work. <laughs> All right, let's continue on. Um, number seven: Map out your mother room capacity to stay on pace with the garden schedule. Oh, those look like nice plants, Michelle. You're doing a good job. There's Mike Lentz with his plants. <clears throat> they're uh, tall. They're kind of well. They're they're they yeah. They look like they're in about ten ten. 10 pound buckets and that's about it and they are um they're bushier than they are tall for lunch one of the most important aspects of managing a mother room is keeping pace with production at clutch cannabis each week the team takes over 3,000 cuts in december he had already mapped out production through 2024 a necessity when managing two bedrooms 14 flower rooms and cultivating roughly 60 cultivars at a time when planning mom inventory and capacity, it's important to understand the cultivation, infrastructure, quantity of flow rooms, canopy size, plant density, crop rotation, and how many cultivars are in production. Production goals should also be considered when managing mom stock. Lent says all cultivars have different attributes, so it's important to document historical data to understand growth patterns and clone output for each of your genetics. Using all these a metrics can help a cultivar, uh, a cultivator make educated decisions when it comes to producing production, production planning. That's right. Um, yeah, exactly. And that's one thing I'm taking note in my room right now because um, I've got some plants in there. I've got four. <laughs> I I got a one didn't pop up and then it did pop up like weeks later. So I have four. I I, I only wanted three in there, but it's okay. I'll figure out what to do with this. It's my favorite plant growing, and it's absolutely beautiful. It's kosher kush. But 
I want to um, take notes and write down how many days each plant is taking to its fruition. So I grow auto flowers. Um, and so from seed to finish, it's usually 60 to 90 days. Some of them grow really fast. Uh, some of them take the full 90 days. Um, but still, three months to get a big, beautiful plant. And my plants are big and beautiful right now. It's crazy. Um, I planted them 11-11 last year. So I've got um, just a couple weeks left, less than two weeks left, until I know one of them will be done. And the other one is right on its tails. And then I think after that, the other one has. So amnesia will be done definitely in two weeks. Uh, purple punch, which literally is purple, will probably be done in two to three weeks. And then OG Kush, these are all autos, will be done probably in about a month. Um, so, yeah, we're looking at a really fun uh, 420. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, map out your room and figure it out. You don't want to just plant a bunch of plants just for the sake of planting it. You know, your room has to be able to accommodate them all. Um, eight, adjust the environment based on your production goals. There you go. Both De Jesus and Lent recommend easygoing light levels in mother rooms with a photosynthetic photoflux density PPFD at 400 <clears throat> to 600 micromoles per square meter per second. Whoa. Both Ohio growers also preferred a day-night schedule, 18 hours day, 6 hours night in mother rooms. Uh, some girls like to run their lights 24 hours. But I'm a supporter of having the balance of the light and dark cycle, not only for the plants, but also for the microbes in the soil, which have a light and dark cycle as well, um, says De Jesus, De Jesus, who operates LEDs in two tiers uh, in the mother room and keeps PPFD to 500 max, blah, 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 blah. Lens at Clutch has a similar philosophy, but parameters can and do change. Parameters. Parameters. You call it what you want. Live, live, resume, resume, resume. Quote, there's many tools in the cultivation toolbox that can be used to manipulate growth. For example, vapor pressure, deficit, VPD, daylight integral, DLI, CO2 enrichment, and differentials can all be used to slow down or speed up plant growth and to tighten or increase internodal spacing. In general, Lent says, in the mother room, we like it hot and humid with targets that can range between a VPD of 1.2, um, a DLI of 25 to 40, and CO2 at 4 to 800 ppm. Making subtle changes to your control points will encourage different growth responses. And I will say, as a grower, I did notice a change when I had the big CO2 tank, but um, I just wanted to grow simple this time, and I just open up the window. I've got a screen on it. So limits the bugs coming in. I'm not going to say totally limit, but it, you know, puts a good limit on them. Um, number one, and watering mother plants and allowing a dry back, even if automating irrigation in other areas. Uh, although automates irrigation and fertigation in flower, all mother plants are hand watered to make sure they get the appropriate dry back. Overwatering can lead, can be a big issue, especially when you're dealing with many different size um, age mother plants, Lent says. We give each mom its own special attention. For example, when you really mother plant and you cut out three or fourths of its biomass for clones, the plant's water requirements can change, and you might want to back off watering. 
spots, uh, spot watering mother plants can give you the ability to manage irrigation to enhance the plant's performance and help mitigate uh, root zone pathogens. At Guyanus, um, De Jesus finds that hand watering every three days or about twice a week helps optimize plant growth, development, and health. We've experimented with giving the plants less water more frequently and giving the plants more water less frequently. I bring my gardening and my home houseplant mindset with my mother plant maintenance in the sense that I like to water my mother plants deeply and then let them dry back before watering again. De Jesus says adding that caveat that it might not work best for every grow. If you water more frequently and in less, lesser amounts, um, lots of times you have more issues with soil-borne uh, pests like fungus gnats. You can get root rot disease and things like that from just having too much moisture for too long with the soil. Growers working in any environment, particularly indoors, need to regularly and carefully monitor all plants for pests and disease. Oh, um, so there you go. Consider hand watering. Sorry, slid into number 10 without even thinking. Yeah, hand watering. I do that. That's just simply because my garden's small, I have four plants, and I do the dry back thing. I didn't know what they called that, but um, I, I let them, I uh, give them a good watering, uh, let a little water sit in the base of their tray for a little bit, and then they dry out after about three days or so, four days, and then I do it again. Or if I see something that needs to be watered or not watered, I go that route. All right. How's everybody doing out there? You're listening to Weeds Day Wednesday, live cannabis marijuana radio show, whatever you want to call it. We are talking about mother plants right now and the 11 tips for managing your mother plants in cannabis cultivation. So, yeah, if you're going <clears> to <throat> produce a lot of clones and um, sell them, keep them, do, I don't know. Are there... Um, are there dispensaries out there right now in Arizona? Maybe up in the Phoenix area, but I don't know about Tucson. Are there any Tucson dispensaries that are um, selling clones for growing? Because we can grow now. So that would be a fun little thing to do. All right. Um, let's see. Number 10. Scout the mother room daily for pests and disease. And you know what I'm finding? Um, that. A lot of these tips for mother plants you can apply to regular plants too because you should these are best practices and you should have that for all your plants now i know giant cultivators and cultivars and giant rooms and 10,000 square foot houses you can't water everything individually so um but if you've got you know in arizona you can grow six plants if you're 21 or older and if there are two people 21 or older in the house you get 12 plants um all right, so scout the mother room for daily for pests and disease. Growers working in any environment, particularly indoors, need regularly and carefully to monitor all plants for pests and disease. At Guyanus, there's one person who is dedicated to scout and oversees integrated pest management daily checks of all mother plant rooms. Um, quote, we use two different predator mites that live uh, on the foliage. De Jesus says, one is kind of a generalist, and so it's a predator that will eat a lot of different pests like spider mites. Thrips, uh, spider mites, and fungus gnats are generally most problematic in a mom room. Um, in indoor environments, once a pest or disease gets in there, you can have a lot of problems fast because, like in there, 
uh, and they can multiply out because they're in a very good environment for their growth cycles. Well, um, let's see. And they do have um, a related article, pest scout, six pest scouting tips for indoor growth. So I was wondering what they did use for their predators. They didn't say what it was, but they said um, it'll it'll eat things like uh, pests like spider mites and thrips and fungus. And, all right. Number 11, take steps to prevent and mitigate hop-latent viroid, HPLVD. Most commercial cannabis growers have hop-latent uh, viroid on their radar and are taking steps to prevent this. For Guyanus, in-house breeding and assigning individual shares for each mother plant have protected the facility from the devastating disease that can cause stunted growth, smaller leaves, smaller internodes, smaller flowers, and reduced yield. Unfortunately, these symptoms aren't often apparent until plants start to flower, says Damir Punja, PhD of Simon Fraser University. University research has found HPLVD can live on many surfaces and spreads easily through water and shared irrigation and fertigation lines. From other plants into cuttings, from stems into roots, and from roots into the plant, creating systematic infection. To further complicate diagnosis, some cultivars are more susceptible than others, and sometimes the disease will live in only a portion of the plant, meaning one test is not enough to confirm a plant is free from HPLVD. Punja says the most common way HPLVD enters a facility is through external plants or cuttings, so quarantining is crucial. And so is keeping the plant in quarantine until diagnostic tests are complete. <clears throat> you hear that, baby kitties? Can't go in the plant room anymore. And he echoes Lentz's recommendation to give mother plants space and keep them physically separate from each other. It's also important to test mother plants regularly before using them for clones and on different areas of the plant, Punja says. In general, he advises growers to test three samples from the plant each time and to test three times, with each test occur occurring two weeks apart. If all tests are negative for HPLVD, they can use um, they can be used for production. Most labs use uh, polymers chain <clears throat> reaction technology, and there's also technology available if growers want to run the test in-house. Punja says right now, Punja says he is focusing on research to determine with cultivars which cultivars are most susceptible to HPLVD and which are most resilient. Well, that's the way forward, <clears throat> to really understand why some plants get it and some plants don't, Punja says. I think it's, I think breeding is the way to go. Breeding for resistance, whether it's hop latent or powder, powdery mildew or botrytis, is definitely going to be the way of the future. Um, so there you have it, 11 tips on how to um, raise mother plants properly. You're listening to Weed Day Wednesday. Thanks for tuning in. If you want to get your medical marijuana card, come on, cruise on over to tumbleweedshealthcenter.com. And there's a certification section. There's also a telemedicine section. If you don't want to leave your house or cat or your facility, uh, we can offer telemedicine for you. And we still do house calls. We can do that, too. We can actually come see you if you prefer. Uh, if you have one of these conditions, you can get a medical cannabis card. PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, severe nausea, seizures, including epilepsy, HIV, hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease, 
agitation of Alzheimer's, cachexia or wasting syndrome, severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis. And you're also eligible um, if you if something that you're getting treated for is causing any of those conditions, you can get your medical marijuana card. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. Guess what? There are only, uh-oh, Santa Tracker, 329 days until Christmas. Um, I don't think you can hear that anyway. Maybe you can. You probably can't, right? Silver Sister, you can't hear that anyway. Like this little playground of elves and sleds and gingerbread houses and reindeer. Nope, no reindeer. Uh, There's a giant nutcracker. Anyway, you are listening to Weed Stay Wednesday. As always, for tuning in. Have an awesome Weed Stay Wednesday. We appreciate you very much. We love doing the show for you every Wednesday. And remember, 329 days till Christmas. We'll see you next Wednesday. Remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. Remember, we'll be open five days a week starting next week. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.